we're recording. Okay. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to another episode of What Defines Us. Uh, I am... I am... Uh, pillow user. Uh, fluffy sock wearer. Dylan Smith. Your, uh, your introduction pilferer uh of a better podcast i mean you know if you know you know i mean you know what i mean i don't want to be this is you know this is not a this is not to be uh um uh exclusive or anything right i'm not i'm not i'm not this is not a big secret but if you don't know you don't know you know uh well thank you for for indulging me for yet another episode of, um, you know, nonsensical ramblings and um, opinions that are semi-substantiated. I don't know. We're not, we're working our way up to, um, to having opinions that are based on things, you know? (laughs) You just not, just not my, just not because I want it to be so, you know, uh, but we're working, whatever. It's a, it's one step at a time, you know, um, I hope you are, I hope wherever you are, you are enjoying your, uh, enjoying your, your, your almost a week from Christmas. That's not how I should put that. That's definitely not how I should say that. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? It's, uh. It's almost Christmas. It's almost that. It's almost that wonderful time of year. Um, I like a lot of edgy millennials. I I've not always been a big fan of Christmas, uh, but I am a big fan of presents. So, hypocrite, thy name be this guy. Um, yeah. So I I wherever you are. Um, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to be maybe preparing for a white Christmas, good on you. Cause I'm, cause here in Jersey, we, it's looking, which is always, which is nice. You know, I, uh, snow, just snow in general sort of washes away a lot of my 20 something year old cynicism. You know, it's like once once snow starts to fall, I I mean, I'm a child. It's it's awesome. Snow is awesome. Uh that's that's partly probably because I, you know, I was born in I was born in Southern California, so uh that's just it's just it just wasn't in the deck of cards. But uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yes. So I uh, you know, I hope um I hope you got all of your your family things that they wanted. This has been a, you know, obviously, like, I mean, as you know, unless you've been Patrick starring it up right now, it's been a rough year for us all. Um, uh, and I will, I will also, I will also put out a holiday episode uh, next week. Um, uh, because, duh, it's the holidays. Um, and I'll try not to just stick on Christmas, like the fucking like the simp, like the Christmas simp I am, uh, I will try, I will do my due diligence and I will, I will do my best to, to 
incorporate all the the you know I say major you do I mean come on let's not there are things that are okay you know what I'm getting myself into a hole uh, and I'm gonna be working out anyway uh, yeah so I hope you did all your Christmas shopping you know just taking all those things off of that Amazon wish list um, you know getting your getting your loved one that that uh, that edible arrangement she's always been wanting you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying a little little uh, edible underwear I just don't get it like I don't get I don't get that and then and then a step further I don't understand smelling underwear I know this is a gross I know this is not the this is gross but uh I it it I just what I mean I know everybody's got everybody's got their kinks I'm this is not you know my introduction I didn't I don't I don't think these through so I wasn't planning I didn't have a I didn't have a uh like a uh a prepared anti sniffing underwear uh um attack you know I didn't I, I but it's gross let me know yes also let me know um uh I will leave my email in the description below if you just want to tell me that you know you're tired of me pausing a bunch you, you know if you're just tired if you just like randomly found an episode and you're like just stop doing this you know or you just want to say hey man um keep it up what whatever whatever will fill your heart with with warm warm gooey happiness um i'll oblige i will definitely oblige so please reach out to me um or obviously uh too you know if you if you think if you for some reason think that i'm i'm well equipped to talk about something you would like to listen to by all means please i will not say no if, actually if you want to send me an email talking about how you want me to talk about smelling underwear god damn it i'll do it i'll fucking do it man you know um I, will i be happy time will tell uh but for now just yeah okay all right anyway um uh i don't know how many of you are fans of video games um i am a fan uh just recently been playing cyberpunk 2077 and boy i gotta i gotta tell you it's like this it's like i i try to explain it to friends and i can't ever explain it i mean as you can tell i mean as you can definitely tell from this but i mean i always have a hard time explaining to friends just sort of like why i like certain games which seem because i think a lot of games are are relatively straightforward and why they have appeal or why they don't have appeal and cyberpunk for me is falling into the cat into the middle ground of i don't know what to think i because i really love those i love those fallout games i know bethesda doesn't they're not you know they're not um they're certainly not Giuseppo. well maybe they are and the and fall like they bought fallout from zenimax or whatever shoot whatever it was and 
okay, what I'm not, I can't continue with that metaphor. But what I'm saying is, it's a strange relationship, you know, because it's like if you, if you're a sports guy, like if you're a sports video game guy, it's pretty straightforward. You like it because it's a, it's a, it's a sports simulator, and and you, we watch sports, and you know, we want to be like, we want to kind of envision ourselves as being that athletic and making those plays or um you know if you're a big rpg person right like you just want to create either yourself or some um 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 monstrous cat scorpion uh elvis presley wannabe sort of you know like you could do that too there are so many games for that that appeal to so many people for so many different reasons and cyberpunk falling into the my my um conflicting love for fallout is it's like i i sort of applaud i applaud some aspects of these games where it's like some things seem so well thought out and they you know they seem to put so much care and effort into certain aspects and then other aspects just fall by the wayside and i know and i know that both fought like you know for fallout 4 right being the last fallout game yeah yeah, yeah fallout 76 we're just gonna you we're gonna skip over the fact that fallout 76 is a thing and i'm sure they're doing i know they put out updates and they're trying hard but don't you know that's just like that seems to that seems to be um it seems to be a trend in video games is like half-assing it and then just sort of like working your way up to where you sh- you probably should have released the game but instead because you can you know you put up patches and updates and stuff it's like you there kind of isn't really an incentive to put out the full game like the a fully fleshed out game and um i mean i haven't with when it comes to cyberpunk I'm not, I haven't, I mean, I haven't done a ton of research, duh, right? I haven't done a ton of research on it, um, mainly mainly because it seems like everything that I've been coming across when it pertains to cyberpunk is that it's a lot of negative stuff, and I've, and I've only spent about 20 hours with the game, um, and it, there are a lot of, I think there are a lot of highlights to this game. There are definitely a lot of things that I think CG, CD, project red put in put the work into right i mean you don't this is what is it like an eight like not an eight-year-old game but like they kind of teased it like eight years ago or something right um and i i just uh for this to come out in the state that it did was a little shocking it definitely was a little shocking um but you know but ultimately i you know we'll probably i'll you know, you could probably revisit this game in six months, maybe another year, and probably find a better product than what initially launched, you know, but as it stands right now, Cyberpunk is just, it is just a, a, a ball of so much promise, there's so much promise in the game, but then you kind of play it for a little while, and then you're just sort of like, damn, you know, like, I, 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 it's not that I want my refund. I, I don't. I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm gonna stick it through. I'll try to platinum it. You know what I'm saying? I'll try to platinum it. It's gonna be a long fucking journey, but I'll try to do it. But you know, ultimately, it's like it. I guess it does just come down to 
your experience with the game and if it doesn't you know and, and if it's not incredibly uh what would be the word you know just if, if, if it doesn't make you a worse person for playing it then fucking whatever you know it's got it's got keanu reeves and everybody loves keanu reeves right so uh there's that uh but anyway so obviously you've seen the title of this episode but i have not spoiled it yet um segueing now into so okay the whole reason so i bring up video games right so today we're going to be talking about video games um not not just sort of just sort of the way that like i i it i guess maybe this is one of the um one of the the flagship tenements of of this podcast i hope i think will be that i just i have it's not it's definitely not an addiction but it is it is just my general temperament is to see both sides of stuff and i mean doesn't disclaimer doesn't make me unique it doesn't make me like it doesn't make me um it's not novel you know i'm not the first person to be like yeah but like what about the other side you know like it's not that's not uh, (laughs) i'm not (laughs) doing that but um so what i mean is what i mean is um Video games have always been a big part of my life. Um, I as I as I was growing up, I was a chunky boy, and I did I did like this. The thing was, I liked to be outside a lot. I did, and I don't know if I I probably mentioned that in a previous episode. I do like to I'm I like to be outside. I like to do stuff. I do like to do stuff. I do like go shoot some hoops or whatever, go for a run or you know go for a, a hike and you know, all that stuff. That stuff is great. But I also really love video games, you know? I really love I I for me I've 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 struggled trying to put it into words, but basically it is I see I kind of think about video games growing up and I'm born in 93, so like my earliest memories of video games is in it maybe an SNES, um, you know, just playing Mario 2 or um playing tetris or whatever you know and then and then the n64 comes out and then like just being you know like anybody like anybody either around my age a little older like just sort of being enamored by the world of like mario 64 you know and i'm not even i'm not even really a big nintendo guy but but i do remember just sort of being like like I can't believe you can do like this is crazy you know like you can just do you can't do anything but if this is like if video games keep trending this way who knows you know who knows where things will go and then you can always sort of look at I think you can also sort of look at um some of the games around that time as well that were coming out for like the PlayStation or um, a little later with PS2 or whatever, where I always kind of think of the Metal Gear games, where like they've, o- I feel like they've always kind of been on the cutting edge. Like Hideo Kojima, just sort of like he's a master. He's definitely a master, but um, you know, just sort of like opening the mind of the general public in terms of what constitutes a video game, what can be a video game, you know, like what you can do inside like with a controller in this little box you know like 
um because i don't i nec- i don't i don't blame like i don't blame my mom's generation like i don't i don't blame you know like my grandparents generation for sort of thinking for like having their own um preconceptions about video games you know because like you hear like it's it must seem so foreign like it just must seem it just must seem so weird to to like why do you want to stare at like the screen and you know and just like but um but whatever i'm i'm losing my my train of thought here but um video games have always been important to me they've always been there uh you know like i i remember hell i remember opening up a game informer and seeing the new spider-man 2 or spider-man 3 you know for like xbox and and just being like I can shoot webs and like you see the webs and then like I'm swinging around a 3D New York City like this is crazy like this is like and and also in the same breath the Grand Theft Auto games man like there are worlds they are fucking worlds like the Grand Theft or the Red Dead games you know all like pretty much pretty much whatever Rockstar puts out is just always like I mean whatever say what you will about these games but I'm always super impressed by it because I can't I have no idea what goes into it you know um but actually backtracking a little bit onto um so i think i think what's really i think what is important about video games one of the few one of the important things i think is that games can be games can be used as um like learning tools you know when you you can find a way to take your your immaculate minecrafting skills and then you can transfer that somehow real life applicability into something that into the real world right like you can there there are there are real life correlations between maybe you being a a pretty decent um fuck like a, a Fortnite cod player and then maybe even having the US military being like hey man you want to fly some drones now that's also uh, now that i bring it up that's like a two i feel like that's a double edged it's a double edged thing because yes like that's great, like, you being so good at Fortnite or Call of Duty or Battlefield, whatever, that got you a pretty cool job in the military. Like, you know, if I was still in the military, that would be sick. That would be awesome, you know, like, to just be like, pew, 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 you know, you're like you're, you're like a little speed racer guy. But on the other hand, you are also, you're, you are not, it's not just pixels you're shooting at anymore. It's not just you know hitboxes it's like this is these are real people and you know from my time in the military with a lot of people being around that age group of 18 to 25 like that's when you're in the military like that's where a lot of people are in the military of course there are a lot of lifers too but for the most part a lot of guys are only getting in for a contract or two and then they're done and just to think about my um 
my anecdotal experience and being around these guys. It's not like it's not like I was with a bunch of fucking children. They're adults, and a lot of them grew up fast. And I mean, I would like to think of myself being included in that. And to think and to think that a nineteen to twenty year old is capable. Well, I guess it's not that. I guess maybe the question isn't whether they're capable or not. It's just whether they're willing to do it, you know, willing to separate themselves, willing to willing to put up a barrier mentally to to block out the overwhelming reality of what their actions will bring. Now I know there are a bunch of people that you that down up and down the line that you can point fingers at that and and I'm and this is not to point fingers at the person with his finger on the trigger ready to blow up a you know ready to blow up a fucking village in Pakistan like that's not that's not really what I'm getting at it's more that it's just it's more that it's just like you I don't know maybe there's Maybe there's just some sort of corruption. I don't know. You know, I it's for me, for me still. It's a it is a it's a tumultuous tumultuous. It's rough. It's a rough decision. God damn it! I can't speak, man. And yeah, I know. I keep. It seems like every episode I do, I just have a stuffy nose. But just deal with it. You know, just deal with it. I'm 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 a bad boy podcaster and you're gonna have to deal with my sniffing all right and also my mouth sounds because you're probably hearing it in your headphones or on your desktop whatever deal with it all right yeah i know i'm talking (laughs) i'm talking i'm talking big talk behind a microphone and a fucking macbook but don't you mess with me um but so i mean you know i Take it, take for it what you will, right? I mean, um, I, I, I'm not. There will never be a time where I personally will feel like we need to ban FPSs. You know, like they're we're just train, we're just getting, uh, we're just training killers. You know, because that is like one, one more step, and then I'm like on Mori trying to, you know, trying to be like Call of Duty is the reason why we have mass shootings, and it's like that's it's not that it's definitely not that maybe for like maybe for the exceptions to the rule you know like the kids who like always grew up around guns like grew up in in the quote-unquote middle of the woods when they're really like a 20-minute drive from a fucking metropolitan area you know um maybe you probably got to watch out for those kids you probably got to watch out for the kids that dress in camo um who are physically unassuming and yet and yet they walk around like they're they're fucking they got this big dick energy and it's like dude we we would try we would try to feel more sorry for you if you understood your place in life like where you fit in societally but because you don't because you because you feel like because you feel like you've been dealt a bad hand i don't know what that bad hand is right like i every, i mean you don't get to pick to stay with the metaphor you don't get to pick your hand you're just dealt it right so if that kid you know if that kid is being abused by his drunk piece of shit father and his only solace the kid's only solace is to go shit talk some 12 year olds in a call of duty lobby i mean i guess i would rather that than have 
fucking more, you know, fucking more shootings. But um, that's not what am I saying? Okay. Anyway, so you know, video. I mean, I just like anything. I think that video games they have there is an inherent double sided nature to them. You know, and 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 you know, sort of speaking to that to that shit talking culture. I that is that is a negative. I think that that is a negative. Um, not, not because everybody, not, not because like every dude who shit talks in a video game, online video game lobby is like one, one thing removed from, from being a mass shoot, like a fucking mass killer or something. Because I mean, let's face it. Like, I I don't know. I mean, personally, for me, I've had my moments where I'm yelling at the t- at the television. For it's it's nobody's fault but my own, nobody's fault but my own. But I'm looking for somebody to pin it on. You know what I mean? I I'm looking for somebody. Um, and I but I've never I don't like mics. I don't like talking to people because it it ruins my concentration, which is also like, I mean, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But I want to try to do good. You know. Um. And so, I mean, there is that. I mean, there are, there is, there are, you know, there every once in a while you do get an article. You do, there is a story. There is a thing that happens in the world where, where real life actions are taken because of, because of, you know, because of something that was said online, you know, um, I would say, thankfully, that doesn't happen a lot. I mean, it almost seems to not happen at all. But, but again, I'm I'm not the authority on that, you know. Um, and and also another thing with this fucking like online shit talking culture, it's like, oh, excuse me, unprofessional. Um, it is, it's like, it's like this argument that I've heard about bad words, right? And we're not talking about fuck not talking about shit we're not talking about the carlin seven you know we're talking about the other ones right it's got it's it's got its whole it's got its whole other thing going on right and i've heard and i've heard this argument before where and it always comes from a white guy and i'm a white guy so it always comes from a (laughs) i'm i'm part white let me set let me let me let me preemptively set set myself apart part white um it does always seem to come from a white guy who's like, you know, it's not it's not really that bad. Like, it's just like sounds. It's just like sounds, you know, like sounds we make we make with our mouth. And like and like, are we really are we really going to get mad about sounds? And it's like, yeah, listen, Dave. It, some some sounds carry more weight than other sounds. You know, like you like. There is like there like I don't know if there I mean of course of course you now have to like factor in trolling too with like ev like everything a, a young person says you like especially if it's a dude you kind of just have to factor in the this troll mentality because because we're like because we're so we're like so afraid to be genuine with people and to have a genuine opinion that we need to hide it behind fucking memes and like 
and like takes that we don't even necessarily probably agree with ourselves, but we still hide behind them, you know, and 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 I think and I think that that is something maybe on a macro scale that this whole online like shit talking culture, I that's something I think that could that might need to be nipped in the bud a little bit, you know, because because sure, while while you could say that video games don't lead to a fucking Columbine every week, these are still people with unchecked anger issues. These are people with unchecked mental instability. I'm not going to call it an illness, but there is something upstairs that is being overridden, maybe being ignored. Um, and I... And to me, that sort of spells a somewhat dystopian near future. But, you know, but I just think that that's something that just needs to be maybe on a on a individual basis sort of addressed with, you know, when I have a kid, if I have a boy or a girl, whatever, it doesn't mean that all all every, you know, that women can't be aggressive or whatever it is. But I mean, when I have a child, I'm going to make damn sure that I talk to them about some of this stuff. About just sort of like, listen, like, yeah, I know you're playing Call of Duty uh, 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 2016 or whatever, right? Like, it's like, it's like a Call of Duty game set in, like, Trump America. But, um, you know, I, I will talk to my kid and it's like, hey, 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 you know, like, I... I understand you're upset. I understand that, you know, you want to do good at the game and all this jazz, whatever. But just relax a little bit. I mean, you know, I mean, I'll it's not going to be as fucking stupid. My advice to my child is not going to be as as like fucking simplistic as as that. But I hope you I hope I you know, you get what I'm saying. Like it's I, I just think that if you, I just think that it, that the onus lies on the parents, the people overseeing these kids or seeing these teenagers who it's not just it's like I'm sure some families think it's kind of funny right like that your kid is like throwing a hissy fit because he lost in in a video game or whatever and like it's entertaining whatever but like at a certain point that behavior needs to at least be approached and needs to be discussed and like okay listen like I know you're but also we've been seeing that this bad temper has been following you into school or it's been following you into hanging out with the wrong crowd or fucking whatever right i don't want to sound like a hallmark movie but you get what i'm saying um and you know and fuck another thing that i think is is a little damning about video games is like the whole gambling part of it like the whole microtransaction thing that's sort of been popping up you know probably i mean i i barely know any of it but um the thing I'm thinking of is the pay-to-play thing that was in one of the Rainbow Six games, I think. Like, one of them recently. I don't know if it was Breakpoint or something. But, you know, basically just, like, in, like, like having skill points in the marketplace being purchasable. Like, stuff you actually, like, stuff you have to actually just play and accumulate experience and they were just like, nah, just give us 20 bucks and you'll be fucking top dog, dude. Like, I mean, um, oh, this is also making me think of, I don't know if they're still making videos and I don't, and I 
don't remember which commentary channel I was watching, but it was this family. Like, I think they're a Fortnite, like, they're a family vlog channel. They're, like, one of these family vlog channels, and their kid, like, there's this whole, there's, like, this whole thing with, like, Fortnite where, like, they made this fake video of, like, we stole mom's credit card, and let's see if, uh, let's see if we can get some stuff on Fortnite. And it's like, I just, I don't know. I feel like those kids are not going to turn, they're not going to turn out great. Um, but I mean, I, this is a shorter point. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't know if, but I, but, I, but I guess this is not something that is, that is readily discussed or thought of in these board meetings and like these, you know, like an EAs or, or, give me another one blizzard not to throw blizzard under the not i'm not equivalating the two just saying i just thought of blizzard and i was like maybe blizzard probably ea because ea seems to be ea seems to be the the major um contributor to like rehashing and putting out poor products and like still experiencing like monetary gain from it you know like like you like you look at like you look at all of Madden and like I I just don't know how I just don't know how you can I just don't know how you as a company can constantly not put out a new game for like 15 years but still put out a new game every single year and charge 60 bucks for it like to me that's just like ah man that's fucking greedy um but uh, but even though there are some there are there are some negatives you know there are some things that are they're they're a little questionable um video games do have a lot of good to them i think ultimately a lot of good um one of the one of the things i one of the things i think makes video games sort of valuable in the space of of art right is that they do tell stories that there is a story incorporated into all the madness of your of a game you know um and some of them not even you barely like uh like inside you know like you're barely like it's just a couple of puzzles and stuff and some chase scenes but that's it like there's no combat you know you just have to you just have to you just have to be able to like in real time think through things and and see like okay i just need to jump over this person make sure i'm this much distance away and then you know lead me into the next the next set piece and um or again i think i like i mentioned with rockstar like red dead 2 like red dead 2 the red i mean both red dead games as a cohesive narrative is it's brilliant, man. It's brilliant to be able to write such an and 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 I think specifically with Red Dead Two because that's the most, it's the freshest of the two on my mind. With Red Dead Two, it's like, you know, I to write a sixty-hour story like like that is and for it, I for me personally, like throughout the entire story, I never felt a lull. Like I never like there were certain parts where like they have you take it easy and it's not just like bang bang bang, I'm a gunslinger, you know. There are some parts of the of the game where you can just 
just be in the world and like really experience the virtuosic nature of like these game devs you know like they they're they're so it's so crazy like it's so crazy to create a fictional world that is so real you know that's why I like I mean I think that's why I think a lot of people myself included like you like to read books I think that's why books are so powerful it's just like you're able to you're able to create your own world and I think and I think a game like Red Dead 2 shows off what video games can do in the future where not only is it just going to be hyper realistic or blah 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 like you know you'll feel like you're in the game it's it's that it it's that it will mentally stimulate you more than than just flashy lights you know like it'll give you a story that that feels like it pays off you know i remember when last of us 2 was coming out and i'm sure i'm sure you guys saw this a bunch too like you know the whole ludo narrative dissonant thing and and yeah say what you i don't know if i, I you know i i was debating talking about last of us too because i actually really did like the game um but that might be that might be something that i maybe do as a shorter standalone episode i i just think that i just have too many too many thoughts about it like i and I, and they're all kind of conflicting because it's like again I can see where some people are getting mad and I'm kind of go okay I think you have a point there, but then on the other hand it's like I I'm also like well I don't I don't know if this vitriol is worth it you know like it is just a game at the end of the day and like I you know whatever whatever but but on the point of of Red Dead or 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 a, or a a personal favorite Death Stranding, you know, another Hideo Kojima game. These games are, they're, they showcase that, like, again, like, when we talk to, if you try to talk to your parents about video games, if you try, you know, whatever, or you talk to somebody who doesn't know, like, even somebody in our own age group, it's like, they just, they just have a, an image of what pop culture has, has, ingrained in them you know they haven't actually played a video like maybe they they think that maybe they think a video game is also temple run or 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 flappy birds you know like you can put you can you unfortunately you can call death straining red dead redemption 2 and flappy bird all a video game you know um but who knows i i think that that might be something that's a little more uh a little more indicative of like how sort of like how people when they want to escape they don't want to escape into a place where they're forced to to assess themselves you know like when when we think about entertainment you want call of duty like you want you want jersey shore like you want shit that like just passes the time and doesn't really address anything like it doesn't bring a discussion to the table it just further um sedates you um and you know all of that is well and good in little bits but personally for me i've i when i choose to indulge in stuff when i choose to to be immersed i want to be immersed in something that is that's satisfying that's really gratifying 
I mean, that's why I'm reading Infinite Jest. It's hard. It's a hard fucking book to read. But at the end of the day, when I fucking finish this book, I'm going to... I'm going to feel, it's going to, I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel satisfied as a human, you know, and that's a, that's a lofty fucking goal for, you know, I'm only near page 300. I've got another 650 pages to go, but I know that the, I know that the journey is, 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 is well worth it in the end, even though I'm not there yet, even though I'm not at, uh, I don't know anything about Lord of the Rings, so bear with me. When Frodo, you know, drops the ring into Sauron, Mordor. Whatever, you get what I'm trying to say. The whole journey was, right, like, it's about the journey, right? That's what, that's what Tolkien was writing about. He was writing about the journey. He was writing about lessons you learn along the way. And it's not necessarily about your end goal. I mean, probably specifically to Lord of Rings, it is probably about the end goal. But I mean, I mean, maybe as a maybe as a meta narrative underneath all of the goblins and and ghouls and uh, and 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 uh, Samwise and whatever and Gandalf, uh, there is a there is a meta narrative of you know just just understand that it is it is great and well worth it to have a goal to have something to achieve but don't get lost it don't get lost in the minutia on the way there because that's where you truly learn things about your character and, and things about you know things about yourself that you never probably would have understood had you not gone on that journey and and that's ultimately what i what i revere about video games as a whole is like yes there are there's a bunch of mind-numbing shit don't get me wrong there's a bunch of fucking just like why did i play this why am i playing this i feel like i've lost billions of brain cells just <laughs> indulging in this thing but then but then there are the occasional big swings there are the occasional um monolithic entities within that are just that just sort of make it well worth it you know um and and you know and to wrap this up to wrap this up because this was this was definitely a this was definitely a rant centric episode um to rant to to rant this up uh to to, to wrap this up I will say that if you play video games, you know, if you if you are a quote-unquote gamer, maybe take the time to play something you wouldn't ordinarily play. If you like FPSs and you've been playing CS:GO for like 48 years or whatever it is, if if you are if you only play racing games, if you're just like if you haven't stopped playing Gran Turismo, you know, like maybe pick up Firewatch. Like doesn't mean that like or or I don't know why Firewatch was at first, but pick up something that you wouldn't you would never in a million years ever play. Cuz that's how I found some of the games that I kind of cherish in a way. Is like I either I picked it up on a sale cuz I was like 
I'll never buy this full price. I'll, I don't even know if I'll put half or whatever. Like, I'll never. But I did on a whim. And then now I'm fast forwarding to the present. And I'm like, fuck, I. Man, I'm really. I'm actually really. It made me. It made me appreciate video games in in a completely different context. Um, but if you just want to keep playing Speed Racer, you know, racing games and 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 pew pew pew, you know, fucking dabbing on people, fucking go for it, man. I, it's it's certainly not my place to tell you what to do. Just sort of putting out a suggestion. Well, that is all the time I have today. Um. Thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Um, these podcasts are incredibly therapeutic for someone like myself who just needs to talk things through and to just sort of like get stuff out. And And I know that not everybody is going to like what I say or like, you know, everything that I think of or whatever. But um, if I can find some like-minded people who who appreciate what I have to say and want to start a conversation, you know, then this is this has been well worth it. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening.